Support for On Being with Krista Tippett comes from the Fetzer Institute, helping build the spiritual foundation for a loving world. Fetzer envisions a world that embraces love as a guiding principle and animating force for our lives, a powerful love that helps us live in sacred relationship with ourselves, others, and the natural world. Learn more by visiting Fetzer.org. I'm Krista Tippett, and this is On Being's Unheard Cuts. Up next, my unedited conversation with the late poet Dr. Maya Angelou. There is a shorter, produced version of this wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, good morning. Hello, Dr. Angelou. Thank you so much for speaking with me. It's Krista oh, thank Tippett. You. Well, so I, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time, so I, no. I just basically have three questions. I'd um, like that. Okay. <laughs> and... Um, and obviously, we're speaking about W. W. E. B. Du Bois, and and you are, you know, he's. We're we're trying to remember him and his legacy and thinking for, for this century. So, um, you know, first, I just want to ask you, you know, how you first encountered this person, this mind, and soul, and you know, what what did he mean for you? How would you talk about what you learned from him? Well, I grew up in a little village in Arkansas. Uh, very small, and uh, of course, it, during the 30s and 40s, uh, but um, everything was segregated. And so the black school, uh, which, which I attended, uh, had black teachers, and we used books about blacks when we could find them. And of course, W.B. W. Du Bois was one of the great heroes mm-hmm. in, our, in, our, uh, in our world. Um, he had earned, the first person, to, black person to earn a, a degree from, I think, from Harvard. Hmm. Is that right? Am I right? Uh, yes, uh, yes, that's right. And um, then his book sold, uh, sold uh, uh, black folks. The uh, people quoted W.B. Du Bois all the time in Arkansas, in the mm-hmm. Senate little school in the black school um, and um, we were so proud of him and I think my grandmother had a, a photograph of him and we took a, a magazine a newspaper called the Chicago Defender it was a weekly newspaper from Chicago no yes the Chicago Defender mm-hmm. from uh, from Chicago and uh, whenever there was a a piece by W. B. about Mr. Du Bois, Dr. Du Bois. We, um, it, my grandmother made sure that we take, it, wrote it up and and gave it to all the kids, all the the students, our fellow students, uh, so that nobody, I mean, those who didn't uh, subscribe to the to the Chicago Defender could have a copy mm. of what was said about Dr. Du Bois. And then I've had, I have quite a, then uh, I moved out to California to my mother, and I was about 13. I, um, I got a scholarship to a place called the San Francisco, uh, the workers, of, let's see, it was, it was a college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said that Dr. Du Bois was coming to speak. I went home and told my mother, I must go, although it's night and she must take me, because they've invited Dr. Du Bois, and all those people are white. 
They mm. don't know Du Bois is black. I was so <laughs> sure that they had no idea. My mother just allowed me to go on that way. But she did take me. And I was sitting there waiting with all those white people. That We were about 90% white and at most 10% black. Mm. And Dr. Du Bois came up the side of the of the into the room into the auditorium he came up the side aisle against the wall and i stood up fortunately by 15 i was almost six foot so i could see and i thought they're going to see he's black oh my goodness they're going to see he's a negro will they get up and walk out no they stood up and applauded and dr du bois came right to the microphone and said the problem in San Francisco is a problem at the waterfront. That was seven, over 70 years ago. I have not forgotten it. Mm. Mm. And then I've seen this um, Wait a minute. Yeah, Wait okay. a minute. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Du Bois was a friend, Shirley Graham Du Bois. Okay. Was a friend of mine when I lived, when I lived in, uh, in Ghana. And she had invited me and my husband to come for lunch to their house in the cantonments. And uh, we went there, and she came out into the living room and said, I'm sorry, uh, he's not really feeling very well, so I can't, he won't be coming out to lunch. But you may come in and say hello. So I went in with my husband, and I told Dr. Du Bois how afraid the white people were going to find out that he was a Negro. <laughs> And he laughed at that, and it was very nice. And we we went back into the dining room and had lunch, and we left. And Dr. Du Bois died, I think, that same day. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. There's a picture of you with him in Ghana. Oh, I'd love to see that. Yeah, we've 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 seen that. Um, Where did you get it? I let's see. I'm just I'm seeing looking at my producer through the. Window. We'll. Um, she's going to talk in my headphones. I can't hear you, Lynn. It's all right. Yeah. We will. Um, we'll get that to your office. Will you, my dear? I would be so grateful. Okay. Oh. oh, you mean there's a picture of Dr. Angelou with Malcolm X in Ghana, but then there's a separate picture of W. B. Du Bois. Oh, yes, okay. I'm. I'm wrong about that. I. I guess I knew that you had been with him in Ghana. Oh, but there's none of me and Dr. Du Bois. No, there's not. Uh, so that was the only time you actually met him that day? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, huh. um, so if let me just ask you the question this way. You know, how would you want him to be remembered? Not just oh, remembered. How would you how do you think that his um his as one of legacy, the great thinkers. Yeah. Okay. And, and 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 how would you talk about how his thought speaks to us now? I'm sorry. How would you how would you kind of ruminate on how his thought speaks to the world now? Oh. Well, I would encourage young men and women, black and white and Asian and Spanish speaking all all to look at Dr. Du Bois and realize that courage is the most important of all the virtues. Mm-hmm. Because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. You can't be consistently fair or kind or generous or or forgiving any of those without courage. And what Dr. Du Bois showed 
is that he had enormous courage. Uh, and for a black man at that time, and to to um, teach, to teach and to learn and and to to go to to study under those circumstances when people were being lynched agreeably. I mean, that is to say, willingly, not the people, but the the the, the signs and the laws allowed people to be um, 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 lynched, and there was mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, almost nothing done against the perpetuator of such horrible deeds. But just, um, so I would encourage people to develop courage and use Dr. Du Bois as a role model. Okay? Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, okay. Yeah. One more then, please, and and then I have to go. Well, that's those are really those are really the questions I oh, wanted to fabulous. ask. Oh, fabulous! Let that, me hear from you. Yeah, and that was a beautiful. What you just said was beautiful about courage. And uh, so Thank we you. we will let you know. I'm just again really honored that you took the time for this, and we will um, we'll let you know what's happening with this project. Well, we'll let your office Wonderful. know. Wonderful. Thank yeah. you, Miss Tippett. Thank you so much. Stay well. Thank you. Bye bye.